All right. Hello, you guys. Welcome to Southern Bell Sunday. Happy Sunday, everyone. It's a beautiful Sunday. So we, yeah, it's kind of, um, I'm actually heading with my dad today. It's, it's like cloudy, but sometimes there's really bright sun. There's a little bit of drizzle, but it's still a beautiful day. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful here. We don't have any clouds yet, but we do need some rain. So I'm hoping we get some soon. Yeah, so yeah. we're still continuing our revelation study. Yes, we are going to do chapter 17 today, The Woman and the Scarlet Beast. This just sounds like a book I would like to read in general. Um, so I'm going to read it all because Brittany's traveling. We did want it to get recorded and uploaded before the day got away from us. So if you're ready, Brittany, I'll go ahead and get started so we don't keep you that long because we know you're going to run in and out of probably service spots. Is that okay? Yeah, that sounds perfect. Okay. The woman and the scarlet beast, the one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls came and spoke with me. Come, I will show you the judgment of the notorious prostitute who is seated on many waters. The kings of the earth committed sexual immortality with her and those who live on the earth became drunk on the wine of her sexual immortality. Then he carried me away in the spirit to the wilderness. I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast that was covered with blasphemous names and had seven heads and ten horns. The woman was dressed in purple and scarlet, adorned with gold jewels and pearls. She had a golden cup in her hand filled with everything detestable and with the impurities of her prostitution. On her forehead was written a name, a a mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of the prostitutes and the detestable things of the earth. Then I saw that the woman was drunk with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the witnesses to Jesus. When I saw her, I was greatly astonished. Now, that is the first, like, um, 17, that's 17, 1 through 6, and then we have another intersection that'll go a little bit do you want to pause here and yeah. talk about what we've gotten to know about chapter 17 so far I'm just reading I feel like I'm reading the scarlet letter which I'm sure yeah, we all, well and I'm not sure only that like the visual description that you get just the imagery alone is like so vivid mm-hmm The only difference in the scarlet letter in this little bit, I'm feeling, of course, she wasn't a prostitute. She committed adultery, but she was still uh, had like the mark on the door of an A and she had to wear the A on her chest, I believe, as for an adulterer. That was her punishment. And uh, so this this particular woman, it said that we find it again on her forehead was written a name a mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of the prostitutes and the detestable things of the earth. So she kind of too had visual imaging where people would know what her sins were. And you know, for me, while you were reading that even, my mind automatically went to Jesus whenever he was 
um, beaten and crucified, and they had engraved above him, above him, King of the Jews, and they put the crown of thorns on his head, right, as a mock, as a form of mockery. Right. And my, when you were reading that, and it was describing what they were doing to this this woman, that's what I thought about. I thought about what Jesus went through and the the display of him so now you're getting the opposing force that is now on display right and what about the 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 blast hang on let me find it again i lost it um i saw the one sitting on a scarlet beast that was covered with blasphemy names and had seven heads and ten horns could you imagine how this beast would look seven heads and ten horns Again, you're, you're, you have the number seven. Oh, yeah, definitely. And we haven't seen 10 come in very often. I'm just trying to visualize. Right. Yeah, just trying to visualize what this monster looked like. And um, I would never. Well, and if you're looking at the person that is, you know, I envision tattoos all over the body that right. represent yeah. the blast women. Right, and yeah. you know that this beast has to be monstrous and has to be gigantic to be able to have seven heads and ten horns. And then let's just read um, verse six again. Then I saw that the woman was drunk with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the witnesses to Jesus. When I saw her, I was greatly astonished. So does this mean that she had been with some of the, the, the people, I'm going to say men, that prosecuted Jesus? Kind of seems maybe. I mean, but it, then it says that she she has the blood stains, so she has also persecuted them. She has brought her vile being, her type of prostitution, into those that were considered. That men who are God fearing men fall victim to prostitution. Exactly. And uh, you know what I mean? That's just the devil um, using her to bring more people. Yes, <clears throat> yes definitely. It's kind okay. of like she's his way of spitting in Jesus's face of, you know, well, you're, you're um, great and powerful, but look, I can attack your people and get them to turn to my ways. Yeah, by using others to do that, and he does that daily. So let's continue right. on. The meaning of the woman and of the beast. So this is going to explain a little bit more for us. Then the angel said to me, why are you astonished? I will explain to you the mystery of the woman and of the beast with the seven heads and the ten horns that can the beast that you saw and was and is not and is about to come from the abyss and go to destruction. Those who live on the earth whose names have not been written in the book of life from the foundation of the world will be astonished when they see the beast that was and is not and is to come. This calls for a mind that has wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which a woman is seated. There are also seven kings. Five have fallen. One is, the other has not yet to come. 
and when he comes, he must remain for only a little while. The beast that was and not is, is itself an eight king, but it belongs to the seven and is going to destruction. The ten horns you saw are the ten kings who have not yet received a kingdom, but they will receive authority as kings with the beast with one power. These have one purpose, and they give their power and authority to the beast. These will make war against the lamb, but the lamb will conquer them because he is the Lord, Lord and king of kings. Those with him are called chosen and faithful. And we have our last couple of um, verses. He also said to me, the waters you saw where the prostitute was seated are peoples, multitude, nations, and languages. The ten horns you saw and the beast will hate the prostitute. They will make her desolate and naked, devour her flesh, and burn her up with fire. Put it into their hearts to carry out this plan by having one purpose and to give their kingdom to the beast until the words of God are fulfilled. And the woman you saw is the great city that has world power over the kings of the earth. So they're referencing Jesus as the lamb. Yeah. Here. I just wanted to stop at that point, but I decided to keep on going. And, and then. Well, and then right. So basically. It's the whole city that is doing all of these things inside the city. And we've seen him, we've seen God wipe out whole cities before. In Genesis. Well, and not only that, it's again, it's just giving testimony into what is going to happen. So it, it goes, it takes my mind back to the phrase that sin is pleasurable for a season, right? Mm -hmm. So there's always going to be repercussions for what goes down. Right. And in this situation, even though Satan gets his reign for a small portion of time, ultimately it is destroyed. He is destroyed. Evil is destroyed. And, and I think this is just another representation of that, like even a harlot or a prostitute or, mm-hmm. you know, in our day and age, they're only available for a season. There comes a season when they're older and they're no longer able to do that job. There comes a season when they're, some of them still do it, but when they're pregnant or with child, a lot of times they're detested and, and that's just, it's just pleasure for a season. Right. I have to mute you for just a second friend you keep sure. talking sure sure so um the the thing that to go to piggyback on what Brittany was saying is yes it's only there for a season but history repeats itself so there's been these prostitutes from the beginning of time and yes they come in and they get older and they can't do their jobs anymore and then we have more coming in and and the reason these things happen is you know these women they who knows they can't they think it's their only means of earning wages I guess I don't know why these things happen but it's just the devil continually to use these same tricks and trickery over and over and over and over and over again throughout the years and he does it with everything, just just the same with with 
murderers and child molesters and he uses these people to carry out his work for his glory but he never wins in the end god is always the winner in the end and for that i am very thankful very truly thankful for that we have a lord that can forgive us of our sins and that we can forever be forgiven <clears throat> guys i hope that you are learning because i know i am i know i depend on Brittany a lot for the teachings and the commentary because she has definitely studied more than i have and this is the first time i've ever read revelation so i hope that you are enjoying the learning process with me as we go along is that you yes <laughs> it is it's been amazing it has yes. been and and you say that but i learn with you and <laughs> i have the personality that i like to be able to do just what we've done to break scripture apart and kind of try to make sense of it and understand it and to take our time with it and yeah look how many times that like we've started and and i know i pray before we do our things and we definitely pray together but like even scripture tells us pray for that understanding i don't think that just anybody is going to be able to pick up the bible read it and absolutely understand what god's telling you i think it's it takes that diligence that time and that you know preparing your heart to receive it yeah, definitely. Um, I can say reading Revelations is like a magical story that plays out in my mind. And I read somewhere, I think the other week, that a lot of people can't see pictures in their mind. And that if you're one that if you read a book or you can hear an audio book and you can see the pictures in your mind, like that's a gift that you have. So there's a lot of people that can't do that, but I can. I can visualize being there at that time and seeing these pictures in my mind like a movie playing. And it's amazing to read through this and, and think of what might it might have looked like at that time. Um, are you you're able to see pictures like that in your mind, right? You can visualize when you read a book. It depends. It honestly, genuinely depends. I find that if it's something that I can pull like life experiences from or from my actual experience in lifetime of seeing something or a movie that might be similar, then then I absolutely can. But if it's something like, for example, I am um, currently on this travel, have been listening to a personal development audiobook, and I like they're taught he's talking a lot about his travels and the places that he's been and because I have never experienced anything quite similar to what he's describing, I can visualize what it may feel like to be where he's at but to actually see the imagery as he's saying I can't does that make sense it does and I'm I can go more in depth with that because okay think about when we was reading when we was reading one of Phil's books and Phil baptizing this couple that wanted to get married they had been living in sin I could see them riding down the driveway in in the in the vehicle him baptizing them them going and getting the motel and consummating their marriage because he couldn't wait any longer i can i can see every bit of that in my mind 
as I read a yeah. story. And that's why I like to read so much because I don't need the TV for a picture, for it to create a visual picture for me. I can actually see it. Well, and I think too, like for you and I both, we've talked about this since as well. Music for us is very spiritual. Right. And I think the reason that music becomes such a spiritual and a praise and worshiping type experience is because we can do that because we can, we can commit our, our energy to that music and to the feel of that music. Yes. It's so funny because they actually try to teach that to you. And the reason I say that is my daughter is in kindergarten and her art homework last week was she had to watch this little video clip on YouTube and it was about um, a famous painter and he would paint how he felt Mm -hmm. and if his things had real neutral colors he kind of just was in a mellow place if his his paintings had dark colors he was depressed if they had bright colors he was feeling happy so the the project was for my daughter to create a picture of how she felt how she felt mm-hmm. so I, I like doing the art projects with her I have always liked to craft I may not be the best at it but it's something I actually enjoy doing and I like I always will do the these little art projects with her, but to actually go a step further and to think about how you can relate to something, even though it's not you right. personally or it is an inanimate in, in object, it I think it takes a special talent to do that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's definitely a gift for sure. How did her painting come out? Yeah, she, uh, it was so bright, um, it was so colorful, and her favorite colors are blue and orange, which really represent her personality, uh-huh. and it, it, she did well, and she's like, Mama, that was fun, she's like, I didn't have to draw, like, anything specific, I could just make lines and colors, and, and I'm like, that actually sounds really fun. Like, really fun. I believe I might have to give that a try. I think I've lost you for a moment there. So I am just going to go in <clears throat> to some prayer requests. Um, I actually have a lot this week. What I did this week was I every time I was on Facebook and I seen someone ask I knew I said I was going to do this before um, but I never could find the time to write the prayers down so what I did was took a screenshot of it so I could just pull it back up on my phone and then say them all off for this week and delete them after we have our prayer session so let me find where I started taking screenshots Okay, so we have a lady here in our community um, having some brain surgery on May 17th. Her name is Dolores, and we would like to say she has to have a golf ball-sized tumor removed. They don't believe it is cancerous, cancerous, but with any brain surgery, of course, there could be complications. Um, Another prayer request for someone's mom 
that is um, a girl, both of these girls I actually went to elementary school with. This particular girl's mom has um, cancer and is in the last stages, I believe, of cancer and has been very sick. So we would just like to include her in our prayers. Um, another one is another mother that needs prayers. Hey, Brittany, I hear that you're back. Yes, sorry about that. That's okay. I'm just going to, I just jumped right into the prayer request. What I did this week, that I don't sounds know. sounds perfect. I don't know if you heard me or not, but I knew I said I was going to write Facebook prayer requests down. That was too difficult. There are way too many. So I just started taking screenshots of this week of every time I seen a prayer request. So I pulled them back oh, up God. on my yeah, I pulled them back up on my phone, so I know specifically what to say for the prayers. Um, so I'm on my third one. Another mom needs prayers. She is having some sickness. They don't, the doctors, I think she has an abscess. I think that's what they ended up finding out, and they're going to try to um, work on that um, coming up. That's another one. So another one is this young girl that's a daughter of a friend that I went to school with. She is having some trouble with the nerves in her eye that connects to the brain. There's something going on there. So we specifically want to pray for her relief with her eye. Her name is Amanda. Another mom that needs prayers. I don't know what's going on with all these moms needing prayers, but apparently we need to pray for all moms because there's like seven Yeah, apparently we need to give moms all the love this week. Um, Another mom, she is, I think she's just coming to the end of her life. She's just an older mother, grandmother, and she has been moved to a rehab facilitation. Um, Not really sure what kind. And then the last one I have is another, uh, it's not a mom, but it's a, a father and a grandfather of the Rector family, and he's not doing well. His b- blood pressure has been wonky, and we just want to pray for all of these people. And I, I think it's my turn to pray this time, right? I don't know, baby. <laughs> I, I think, yeah, you did prayer pocket last week, so I'm sure it's my time to pray. And I will never remember all of this, and God knows we have mentioned these people and we're lifting them Amen. up. Amen, yes. What do you have today, friend? Just keep baby Eli in prayer. He's been running a low-grade fever, so. Mm-hmm. Everybody else doing okay? So far. Continue just to remember those that have lost loved ones and those dealing with cancer. Yeah, definitely. You no, know, cancer is terrible. At, and then we have all these moms, so we're definitely. Yes. I'm just going to pray for all mothers. <laughs> um, yeah, Amen. <laughs> we do have Mother's Day coming up soon. If you haven't, if you don't know, I think it's like May 12th. I believe it normally falls around May 12th. Um, and don't forget your moms, the grandmoms, everyone. One one thing that I always felt when, when um, my kids were younger, we were always going to my mom's to celebrate her for Mother's Day. So I kind of got kicked to the side. Remember, there's yeah. a grandmother's day and there's a Mother's Day. So let your children you know, celebrate her or own and in the grandfather's own grandparents and father's day. Don't forget. Yeah. You don't forget your parents, but let your children celebrate them on the respectable days. That way you're not ever left out. So definitely um, still going to get my mom thing, but well, she's in Virginia, so we won't be driving up there. I'm sure. 
because we're getting ready to head out of town soon anyway. So with that being said, let's go ahead and let me let my inner dolly out, as I like to say, because it's going to be all over the place. And um, But it doesn't matter. Who cares, right? Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you today. Thank you for this glorious, beautiful spring Sunday you have given us. We, we pray that you make our harvests grow. I know a lot of people have planted their gardens, and especially for me because I am not very good at growing things. Please instill your wisdom into my fingers that plant the plants into the ground. Something I really want to master in life is being able to grow things and not kill them. So thank you, Lord. Give me the strength I need for that. Lord, we pray for all the mothers, all the ones that we mentioned earlier in prayer request. You know each and every one Pacific's need. We pray. I prayed for them at the time, and then we are just lifting them up, up in prayer again. We know we have Mother's Day coming up, so extra special prayers for all the moms out there. Please keep them safe. Please instill them with your love, Lord, and let them share beautiful things with others that you can only do for baby Eli as always we, we continue in his prayers and total healing of his little body so he can prosper and grow and be just a happy little baby Lord we pray that you just touch him with all of your love and support Lord and everyone around him that helps take care of him we pray that you give them strength to carry on to care for him every day Lord we pray for Brittany and her dad, who is traveling today, we pray that they have a safe journey there and back to their home, Lord. And for all of our children that will that is growing and thriving, and we just pray that they listen and learn and know about you, Lord, and everyone that's listening and the ones that are not listening, we pray that you bring them to us so we can continue to share your love with them, Lord. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. God is so good, friend. Yes, he is. All the beautiful trees and the birds and the bees and even the spiders. I love them today. <laughs> I just don't love your cobwebs because I've been cleaning today and I'm finding cobwebs everywhere. So I could live without those. Got you there. I understand that. <laughs> cobwebs on a popcorn ceiling is not a fun thing. All right, friends. Well, we pray that you have an amazing Sunday and join us again on Tuesday. Yes, you guys have a safe trip, okay? Thank you. Bye.